welcome back to the square i am your host curtis the fifth and i'm curtis the fourth and we are back from our one week hiatus a little bit of a scheduling conflict last week we apologize but we're back in action uh yeah so we are now in week seven uh and what a week so much happened last week a lot of injuries, a lot of stuff to get to there. There's a lot of stuff going on in sports right now. Basketball is about to start tomorrow, I believe, or maybe tonight. I can't even remember. Oh, no, it starts tonight. Yeah. Um, baseball. Baseball playoffs are right now. Started last week. Um, you know, uh, shout Football. out. Football. Shout out to the shout out to the um, White Sox. You got a good, good run. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. <laughs> uh, congratulations to the Chicago Sky. That did happen as well. Yes, Chicago Sky went that ahead happened. and won the WNBA. That finals. happened. <laughs> First one in there in franchise history. <clears throat> That's right. That's right. So it's it's a great time to be a sports fans right now. Uh, we'll probably soon get back into the NBA talk as the season uh, gets going. Uh, maybe do an episode or two about that, but that's for some other time. Right. Let's talk football this week. Let's start with the Week Six recap, which again action-packed all week long was actually a little bit of a shorter week with the with the bye week starting this week um but we kicked things off on thursday with tampa getting a win versus philadelphia Mm -hmm. not really too much to talk about there uh but we do have a london game with uh, the home team jaguars getting their first one of the season 23 20 over the sorry miami dolphins i have to say very exciting game actually honestly i mean yeah it's a great way to wake up considering there was only a 10 percent win share between the two teams combined <laughs> you would have never known watching these two teams 20 percent now well now, i mean as they met going into the game going into to, to the coin flip but it very exciting game congratulations jacksonville y'all made that worth my wow yeah honestly it was a much better game than last week's london game with uh, atlanta and in the jets so it was definitely a thrilling game to watch and, and have that one finish out quite well um Tua didn't have a horrible game but wasn't able to pull it out james robinson He's that guy right now, 17 carries, 73 yards, and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Miami just – they kind of just fell apart in the second half. They That third quarter, they couldn't get anything done. Right. So, not really too much there, but congrats, Jacksonville. To the noon window of Sunday of, of this past week, um, Chicago unfortunately falls to the – boogeyman of the nfc north and, and the green bay packers and the only thing i have an issue with because i didn't have an issue with the way chicago played obviously they're down david montgomery so their run game is taking a hit khalil herbert actually had a pretty nice game 19 carries 97 yards and a touchdown himself um need to see more out of justin fields for sure uh in, in the mishaps miscommunications that happen Refs were 100% against Chicago in this game. Did not like that. Mm. But the only story coming out of this week is Aaron Rodgers saying, I still own you as he scored that final touchdown in the fourth quarter. It's like, yeah, that's fine. But you almost lost to a team that doesn't have an offensive identity right now. It was a complete a-hole move. Um, <laughs> you know, he could sit there and say it's a lot but, bigger. And the other thing is, I don't have a problem with Aaron Rodgers saying that. Yes, we're 22-5 and five against – he's 22-5 and five against us right now, which is – that's perfectly fine. What I have an issue with is the media just every single second of, of Sunday and Monday, all they wanted to talk about. 
no other conversations besides Monday night after the Bills fall. Now everybody wants to talk about that, obviously. But going into that game, it's just, oh, and Aaron Rodgers still shits on, shits on Chicago. And let's not treat this like they were they, they were evenly matched. It'd be, Chicago's coming in with a decimated offense. Um, <clears throat> no offensive, I mean, a very suspect Never offensive, offensive line. line. <laughs> you, when you're missing your number one and your number two um, running, back. running backs. Yeah, and Khalil Herbert had a great, uh, a great game, which tells me Chicago has three good running backs. Great, wonderful. But the point being is, when your depth is cut that low, and then you know you're still having the woes and struggles with Allen Robinson, and we're still getting Justin Fields addressed to you know adjusted to the to the uh, NFL game. He is a rookie. What is it in his third start yeah. of, of of his career? And you're going against a veteran like. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. I'm like, oh, you only won by ten. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, you don't own. And it was a defensive blunder, right? On, you don't like own you never. Anything. He was past the. He was past the line of scrimmage. I had had a real bad issue with the Chicago defenders reacting to that pump fake the way that they did. Like there was any other option for him but to run. Like there's four of you. Two of you can rush him, and the two of you can fall back and stay in coverage, and you'll be just fine whether he was going to pump fake, actually throw the ball or or run. That should that play should have never happened. So th- that I the like again, congrats to Green Bay. You guys played a somewhat solid game. Still need to figure out your offensive identity as well, but it is a divisional game, so Chicago does have some things figured out on, on Green Bay and making it really tough for them. And plus, Chicago really did beat up on Green Bay in this game. They lost, I think, three or four guys in this game uh, due to Chicago's defense really just kind of roughing up Green Bay's offense. So the, the, they did not come out unscathed in this game. And the way people are trying to rag on Chicago for, for losing this game and reacting to Aaron Rodgers' little quip at the end of the game come on this is this is this is a non-story and really the story should be not that our green bay frauds are by any mean but come on they they they, they should be doing better than 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 what they they have been mm-hmm. so true that that is true and you know it is what it is um we both figured you know Back Green to Bay Chicago, would, I thought they could get a, get a win at home. Well, but. we both didn't figure. <laughs> I, I figured Green Bay would find a way to pull it out, only because I understand. It's my fandom poking through. I just understand where Chicago is yeah. right now, and that's fine. But at the end of the day, I look at the, what the final score was. wasn't a blowout, very competitive, and, and you know, a few plays here and there. Yeah, it could have been a completely the changed the, the pace. The refs are horrible. The refs are bad. <clears throat> I didn't get to see all of that. Yeah. But. No, it, and it's not, I'm not even just talking about Chicago's game. Cleveland. Cleveland's been getting screwed over by by the refs quite a bit lately. Um hmm. there there is multiple games this past week where you're just looking like, what are these calls? What I mean, you saw it on the Dallas game where they throw a flag, they have to have a fifteen minute conference to talk about the flag just to pick the flag back up because it shouldn't have been thrown in the first place. It's just let let's there's some rule changes that need to come to the NFL, and we'll probably talk about that during our news segment. And some some things that clearly need to be fixed with with, with the NFL officiating and rules. Um, but what else we got? Uh, Bengals beat the Lions, but there's really not too much. I mean, 
the Bengals look good against the Lions too. They 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 really just kind of cruise. Uh, but not too much to talk about there. Really want to see how the Bengals play uh, against some better competition soon. Um, Colts beat up on the Texans thirty-one to three. They should have. as they should have at home. <laughs> um, Rams absolutely demolished the Giants thirty-eight to eleven. Um, they the Giants never stood a chance in this game. They they, they kind of were filling themselves after that three nothing first quarter, and then the Rams come out twenty eight nothing in the second quarter to just kind of shut them up real quick and, and to finish out this game. And it was the Cup Bowl. Yeah, hundred and thirty yards, two touchdowns. I mean, just oh god, nine receptions. It's just how many targets? Uh, I don't have that on hand. Six? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ninety four. <laughs> uh, he had. Why is that not a tar? I don't want. Okay, I, I don't have that right now. Yeah, I'll just if you had it yeah. on hand, that's fine. Just keep going. Um, but yeah, they the Rams look like them like themselves again here, just kind of cruising. The Chiefs had a rocky start, but get pull out the win, thirty one thirteen against Washington on the road there, so they're back to five hundred. Um, yeah, Chiefs need to start taking care of the football more. This this is this is getting out of hand. It is, but um, but the first half very sloppy play. Very sloppy. They just it seemed like they just wasn't on the same same page. But if you want to go back to even their Super Bowl um um year, same it was the same mo. They just I they I don't know what it is about the first quarter. Definitely the first quarter, <laughs> but they just you know just like they they have to spend the first quarter just trying to figure out what they want to do in that game. Like who are they? They it makes it's the most. I just have bizarre an thing with, I've seen with them, but yeah. yeah, they get. But from the middle of the second quarter on, generally that's when they click. This and they team will be going. unstoppable if they would just take care of the football. Like, because even if you don't score on every single drive, which nobody's expecting you to, I'm not saying that you have to. My only thing is that you have to be better at just taking care of the football. The 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 kind of flip up interception from from Pat Mahomes that's horrible. Um, Tyreek Hill, if the ball hits you in the hand, you need to bring that thing in, especially with the gloves that you're wearing. Or knock the no, or knock the ball down. No, because no, both times that he, the <laughs> both times that the interception is 100% Tyreek Hill's fault, he's wide open, in the open field, and should easily catch this ball. I don't know what it is about him taking off, his, taking his eyes off the ball, a second, two seconds too early, and him letting the, these these balls just get knocked up in the air and, well, and picked here. off. Look here, look here. If you can move as fast as a cheetah. Then maybe we can start answering these questions. You're a wide receiver. Get it. He, he get moves, it figured out. I think. I, hey, he's moving way faster than anything we can talk about. But maybe his brain is moving just as fast. That's so perfectly fine. He was already in the end zone. It's caused you. It, it's costed a couple of wins here. So but that that's got to get figured out very fast because that that I mean, and I'm not trying to absolve Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has multiple interceptions that are 100 percent just bad throws. Uh, but but that specific one, the the first interception that he threw. 100% Tyreek Hill's fault. The second interception that he threw, 100% Pat Mahomes' fault. Like, what are you, what is, take the sack. 150%. It's like, you have no business. I think we were discussing that. Like, you have no business. You out here looking like, that's something I would expect Davis Mills, yeah. Zach Wilson. You know what my with. main issue with that interception is? I'm almost certain that was second down. It wasn't even third down. I don't know. It, was, it just it was it looked it was very uncharacteristic. It did not look like anything remotely possible that um, Pat Mahomes could pull a, a play like that off. Yeah. Like, as you said, just take the sack, and, yeah. or 
hell, attention to ground. Do anything but give up the damn ball. You definitely don't flip it up 30 feet in the air just to allow the time for somebody to come get under it. Exactly. <clears throat> this wasn't the fourth quarter with, you know, a minute or the first seconds half. left. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, what in the world? Yeah, I don't I don't know. Maybe it was the first was half of, and you're down by maybe, three. Maybe Relax. That was one of those um <laughs> um <laughs> what do you call it though? Tom Brady, you know, what 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 fourth down, fifth down? Oh yeah, you know, the, type, the, you know, the, just a fourth what, down. What, what down is it? Commercial. What down is it now? You know. Okay. Is, is it third down? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like come on. Anyway. But they still came out with a thirty-one, yeah, thirteen. I mean, they figured it out in the second half completely, and just wiped, just wiped out the first half, yeah, automatically. So, so congrats. Yeah. To and you. by the way, Washington, your defense is fraudulent. I think I said it last week, or I was going to say it last week, but <laughs> definitely something that we have an issue with. I, I, I don't know what it is, and they're not that team. Yeah, eh, if yeah. I have any correction that I can make from my. Uh, from from our preseason uh, talks here, mine would be definitely Dallas winning the winning this division because <laughs> man, that's a bad that's a bad take. Looking at it right now, um, not a good one, not at all. <laughs> uh, let's talk. Well, Minnesota gets an overtime win with uh, against Carolina on the road here. Carolina, t- this game, all I can really say is Carolina, you got to start better. Like, I know the whole adage is it's not how you start, it's how you finish, but you can't come out of a def- deficit the way that you did. You dug yourself a hole in this game. Yep. And there was no way you could come back from that, especially with a guy like Dalvin Cook in the backfield who can just run out the clock as much as he wants. So I mean, they they can get a, what do they call it? It's a, they 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 got a moral victory, but I mean that does that's that's, that's not worth a hill of beans right now because not I mean, when you're they, on a three game losing skid right, right now. Right, you came back in a game you shouldn't have been down in the first place, but then you get it to overtime and then you botch it. And yeah. It's just like okay, so when it was all said and done, you just pre up. You prolong the pre up pre yeah prolonging the inevitable here, and so it's like here you go, and now Minnesota gets a. I guess you could say semi-impressive, you know, win. I mean, they did what they had to do, and they st- they hung in there. But I'm saying that over the body of work, that team is just as in flux as as, as oh, yeah. Carolina is in right now as well. It's two teams that's just, you know, for whatever reason or, uh, or another, finding themselves in these these barn burner type games, and just you know, it's really trying to you know come you know down in the fourth quarter in some type of slugfest coming down to which kicker is going to come back and be able to you know yeah. pull us out of this and I'm just like this is teams like this we can sit there and say they're impressive they're good we can break down the analytics but I'm just going to cut to the chase these are not contending Super Bowl team t- title teams at all yeah, they're, and they're by up the and coming way, teams with you saying that I want to mention something I've been seeing this uh this thread going around on the internet recently, especially after this game here, Kirk Cousins on the season, his touchdown interception rate, interception ratio is thirteen to two right now. And with that being said, I've seen a lot of Minnesota fans start getting online and trying to petition that everybody needs to back off of Kirk Cousins and this dude should be an MVP candidate and whatnot. And first of all, no. Second off, at the end of the day, I don't think. (laughs) I mean, because, and I'll get to my reasoning why in a second, but to me, this this Vikings team and and Kirk Cousins, I I don't think I've ever 
made it clear. I don't think Kirk Cousins is a bad quarterback. My issue with Kirk Cousins is he's got this fully guaranteed contract that's worth over $80 million. And to me, Kirk Cousins is a quarterback that is never even going to make it to the, never even going to make it to the conference championship, let alone win you a Super Bowl. Right. So that's my only issue with Kirk Cousins. Now, when it comes down to the point of MVP candidacy, I'm sorry, but your your play needs to translate into wins. Kirk Cousins has always gotten the stats. He's always been the stats guy. That's the whole reason why he got the contract in the first place, because everybody was saying, well, it's because he was in Washington and under uh, Jay Gruden for so long is the reason why he couldn't get, uh, get, get any playoff success. And it's like, no, it's just because he's an average quarterback. Who has he? He can he can play above average for sure, but he's not elite. He is not he, he he's not this dude that's going to carry your team, and he's not worth a fully guaranteed contract. This he is a decent he he's a decent day to day game manager, and that's okay. But that means you need to build an entire team around him, which means he does not deserve the contract that he does. And it's as simple <clears throat> as that. He's not bad. I would. I know there's a lot of teams that would take him on their team right now, but as it stands right now, he is not a Super Bowl contending or uh, or a guy that I don't think anybody believes oh, oh, outside of Minnesota cl- is going to win you a Super Bowl. Oh, let's ever. be clear: a lot of teams will take him, but not with that contract. Not at all. That contract is not justifiable at this point, and not for what he's doing. He's he's doing what he does is great and is good for. His team is good for the league, but it is it does not speak the dollars that that contract. Nobody get. There's no other person in the world that would ever get a fully guaranteed contract with the with the record that Kirk Cousins has in primetime games, whether they're playoff games or just regular old regular season, uh, primetime games, Sunday night football, Monday night football, Thursday night. Nobody's getting those types of contracts based off of his record. There, he right. does not perform when the lights when the lights are on. He he is a great. I mean, he had a great game to uh, in this game, noon game, three hundred seventy three yards and three touchdowns on on thirty three for forty eight passing. Yeah, and uh, with overtime, there's some extra. Yeah, some extra plays in there, so stats are a bit padded, just a little bit. So th- that's where I'm at. I just well, let's pump the brakes on this whole Kirk Cousins MVP talk until that he can actually lead them to some wins. I was like, I didn't hear anything about it, but I do not endorse that 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 narrative whatsoever and um as you were saying Kirk Cousins is a very good game manager and it is what it is yeah um all right here's a big game a, a massive game that happened in the last uh noon noon game on Sunday 34 to 6 Baltimore just absolutely curb stops the Chargers yeah <laughs> yeah so here we go again with the Chargers. You know, I'm, I say we. Here I go again with the Chargers. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm Chargers, Giants. You know, just <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde type Don't teams. Put them in the no, same I, I category. Will, I will because they do the same thing on two different ends of the spectrum, but they do the exact same thing. It's just when you think you know what it is to who this team is, they just show you they're somebody else. Yeah, time and time again. You know um, what? I understand they played Baltimore in Baltimore. I understand they even lost the game. What I don't understand, six. Yeah. I don't understand <laughs> that because the week before that, 
Oh my God! Forty-seven they, points you put up. I think they just they filled their quota. They just they 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 <laughs> used it all up in one week where they just didn't have anything left but six points to play with. Like they they had a cap. <laughs> and I'm like, are you serious? You got six, six points. I mean, coming off a, like you said, a, you know, coming out. I mean, you just come out on fire, come out on the mountaintop, and then from I mean, Mount Everest. To Death Valley, they <laughs> mean all in one week. What is to be said about that? that's what I mean? I mean, I guess maybe this is parody at his at his finest because you know what it is. It's it's football. Any given Sunday, to me, this is just Where a bad is week. The dominance. This at? is a bad week. I, I need to I watch. Need, I need to watch one team. I understand we used to watch the Patriots do this, but maybe that's what I'm just used to now. Yeah. I need to see this one team just run through everybody oh. and so everybody could be looking silly at each other look at each other like hey, none of us could beat them you know and, and you just don't see that you've no been more. spoiled for 20 years oh looking at new england nah, doing I, well, i'm gonna spoil it in that spoiled, kind of yeah. way i know what you're saying but uh, oh my god this is this is unnecessary like anytime anytime you get even excited for one of your teams be just be aware that might be the game this might just be it a, lo- a loss is coming every week's a trap week you know? just don't Thank you. That's what I'm getting at. It's like my goodness, every game's a damn trap game. I'm like, come on, this it, that this that just opened my this really opened my eyes. I mean, I looked at the score. I'm like, they didn't even show up. No, they didn't. But here's the thing. Go ahead, go ahead Ravens. Me. Congrats. That was a that was a masterclass of offensive efficiency, um, and defensive dominance. Just you took uh, the one of the hottest quarterbacks in the entire league and just absolutely neutralized this man. And you completely shut down Austin Eckler. He didn't do anything in this game. So their run game was completely stifled. And now you're looking at it at an offense where it's just like Baltimore can do whatever they want. Whether last week they came out and had uh, Lamar Jackson throw for 400 yards, this week they just – you have Devontae Freeman, Latavius Murray, and Le'Veon Bell all score rushing touchdowns this week. Unreal. Not in 2021. How did that happen? And and so combined, you got to give combine these guys must have all been there three weeks right now. <laughs> like just under un, you know under the franchise, still looking at the playbook. Probably ain't even got to the end of the playbook yet. Still, you know, it's I'm probably saying? Lamar just like take the take the C gap. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Counter step C gap. <laughs> so I, I'm a little disappointed in Los Angeles. I thought they would at least have a better showing. They didn't I am disappointed have in them, but I think that I I'm not chopping this up to. The Chargers are frauds. They're four and two. They've played three, three. <laughs> they've played three straight powerhouse AFC teams, and so I think you get a little bit burnt out at that point. And Baltimore's been hot, so they they just come in. They got there. They come off of a big win last week in, in overtime to come right back and kind of and, rode that wave into this week. And I'm not gonna ignore that travel. From West Coast to East Coast, that's oh, yeah. that's huge. I'm just, it's just something I give more credit to now, and I'm sure um, <clears throat> the Chargers are not used to even playing that early in the day on a Sunday. And yeah, then, and I would. You really would have expected this to be one of those those midday window games, a three o'clock game, and it wasn't. It was <laughs> yeah, a move that. Get that Raiders Broncos game out of here. <laughs> you know, and that's yeah. It was a very weird slated game, so I can see kind of understand what some of this I'm not, I'm not giving an excuse but yeah. it is a factor. So. It I mean it, I mean yes, they they shouldn't have put up a 
basically an egg in this game, but they, 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 there is a reasoning behind it. And I'm really looking at the charges. Okay. Like, okay. How do you respond to that this, this week coming up now? Um, so we'll leave it there. Um, Ray, moving into the midday games from, from Sunday, Arizona dominant again, 37 to 14 over Cleveland on the road. So this was one of those West Coast to East Coast games where the, the West Coast team just absolutely comes in and curb stomps them. Granted, uh, Baker Mayfield ended up dislocating his shoulder in the middle of this game. Uh, didn't have Nick Chubb to start out the game. Um, so And still no Jarvis Landry. So And also Odell went down in, in this game too with his, his own so, shoulder injury. So across the board. Did, did you even mention Kareem Hunt? Did you say I did part? not. Oh, I'm sorry. Go and ahead. Kareem Hunt goes down. Uh, he, he's, I think he's on IR. He's going to be he's out for three IR. weeks. He's yeah. Out. So they, this was, this was a masterclass on how to beat up a team and Arizona did it. And I, and that's one of the things that I wanted to mention about this game. And I, I wanted to mention it last week, but again, no show last week. So uh, Arizona's defense is sorely underrated. This mm. defense is, is for real. And, and I think it's one of those things that we talked about before the season when we were talking about Arizona going into it. It's just they're so young. We really just don't know how they're going to gel yet um, and, and how they're going to figure out how that how, how that's all going to work for them as a young young defense and, and young weapons on the offense. But the leaders that they brought in, J.J. Watt, um, and, and they already had uh, Chandler Jones over here. So the leaders that they have coming in, in there, being able to get the young guys to play up to their full potential – by just mentoring these guys the way that they have so far, this team has just been cruising this year. Are you trending back up with this team now? Oh, I mean, I've always been on the trend up with, with Arizona. With that defense, you was kind of really, you was very critical. I was very critical on the defense, <laughs> but it, I, what I what I'm seeing is is I, I I've always saw the talent on the defense. I just didn't know how they would be able to get it to work out so quickly. That's mm. that was my 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 trepidation with talking about this team in this six and no light, gotcha. but clearly they, they have, they with the, with then that's what I'm seeing. The leaders on this defense being able to get these guys to play up to their entire, to their full potential. It just absolutely blowing teams out of the water. Cause you can't, you can't score against them and you can't keep pace with the offense that they have. This is the, this team is complete and they're healthy. That's the other thing. And they don't have a padded record either. It's not like oh they beat up on Atlanta, on these, yeah, Detroit. No, they they know. are going against AFC powerhouses so far, and they are just absolutely showing asserting their dominance and running through their division. Yeah, which cannot say enough. <laughs> NFC West, but yes, overly impressive. I don't have anything to say. It's just I thought they are who I thought they were. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> I was the only my only hitch. Gonna use the an Arizona plug there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I, oh, he was in Arizona. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Shout out to Denny Green. Um, the late Denny Green. Um, my my only hang up was I was a you know it was going to be like the Rams and you know the um, and the 49ers getting yeah. in the way. They were just going to be slug. Which <laughs> granted, they do have to continuously play those right. teams are coming up. So we'll see. But the first wave of that, yeah, they just ran right on through it like it was not like, a problem. Whatever. Like oh. So I'm impressed. I mean, my goodness, I can be just as I mean, probably the most impressive team in the league, and it's coming into this week right yeah, now for it's, sure. But yeah, oh, okay, can't do nothing but sing praises for Atlanta, Arizona. Yeah, 
I mean, Atlanta had a week off, so you got to sing praises for them not losing a game. No, Arizona is look is very impressive right now. And hey, little golf clap for DeAndre Hopkins showing back up this week. That, that was impressive to see. Thank you for my fantasy team. Needed it. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> no, just uh, all around great, great win for them. And just tragic loss for for the Browns right now. And they're on a short week, and they're trying to get second opinions to see if Baker Mayfield can still play this week. I think they almost ruled out um, Chubb again. So they, they, and like you said, Cream Hunt's on IR. Man, I was riding high with this team for several weeks, (laughs) and then the bottom just fell out, and their health has just been. Just a war, a war of nutrition at this point. And yeah, for everybody in the league too. Because and we'll get to it in, in the yeah. next segment. Because the injuries this year have been insane. It, it's just it's it's impossible to keep up with, and it's almost impossible to play fantasy right now with the amount of injuries and in bye weeks right now. Completely um, ridiculous. Yeah. So uh, let's wrap up these midday games. Don't really care about this game, but Raiders win versus the Broncos, thirty-four twenty-four. They they're back on track. They're four and two now. Uh, and the Broncos three and three, they're on a three game skid as well. Um, so they've got a lot to figure out over there. I'm gonna have to say that's still impressive to go be able to go into Mile High and and, and just oh for sure and take a win like that. Especially, and I will say this, especially with what they've been dealing with for the past week, by far a, a just an insane insane week for them to be able to emotionally be able to get up for this game and then physically perform. And and honestly, this game was was much more of a blowout than it actually looks uh, on paper right now. This wasn't a 10-point game. I mean, they got those points in garbage time. Yeah, they did, because I started watching my fantasy team points just start spiking like crazy. I'm like, man, well, I don't know what's going on, but, but man, the bottom is falling out. Because, I mean, Noah Fant, Teddy Bridgewater, Tim Patrick, everybody, it was like everybody was feasting in the fourth quarter all yeah. of a sudden. But I looked at the score, and I'm like, oh, y'all lost. <laughs> I was shocked because when I just went back and looked at, because I only seen two games over the weekend, uh-huh. I physically was able to watch two games. But as I was going through the box scores, that this one was the most surprising. I'm like, are you kidding me? Vegas actually won, you know? Yeah. But yeah, and I digress. I don't want to <laughs> ramble any further on that. But I just wanted to make sure I just said congratulations to the Vegas. Definitely shocked me. Was definitely not one of my picks. And, yeah, yeah. And I just know it's very difficult to go into Denver and just. Just going in and just, you know, beat up on them and then walk away. It just don't really happen. So well, let's wrap it up with the three best games of the week, man. The these these games were insane. Uh final midday game. Dallas on the road against New England gets the win thirty five to twenty nine in overtime. What a what a fourth quarter. Like I don't is this one of the games that you get got to see? This is not one of the games okay. I got to see. I just for anybody who missed this game last week, just go on. I'll YouTube. tell you the three: the Chief, the Chiefs game, okay, of course the London game, okay, yeah, which was a, that also was a great game, and the Monday night game, okay. So, so. You got to see, I mean, you got to see two really good ones. Yeah, um, so, I mean, it was it was a it was I only had a few to choose from. Oh, yeah, but. we were talking while we were watching the Chiefs game. Yeah, you're right. Um, well, I mean, if this you want game, to throw Minnesota in there, I would not really watch it. It was on, <laughs> but I would. This game was crazy because fourth quarter, you have uh, Dallas was down at this point, and they come in, and then they throw a huge touchdown pass uh, to go up. Oh, no, 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 sorry. Uh, Dallas was down, but uh, New England was driving, 
and Trayvon Diggs gets a pick six, goes in, scores the touchdown. They get the two point conversion, or not the two point conversion. They they go ahead and get the uh, get the extra point. Mm-hmm. They're up by I think four at this point, and then literally very next play from scrimmage, they go New England throws a pass, a horrible pass by the way. This this pass should have been picked off, but wasn't it squeezed in there um jacoby myers ends up grabbing it and then just trayvon Diggs and the safety completely whiff on the tackle and boom that's a touchdown on the very next play from scrimmage and wow. they go up and now they're back up three then to finish out the quarter they dallas goes on this drive uh just dot after dot from dak prescott and on this drive mm-hmm. and then boom field goal they're going into overtime, and then again, dot after dot going into this. Uh, they just kept, they kept that it was the most efficient offense for the last three drives of the game. Just could not miss. Zeke was getting, stay, keeping them on schedule. Mm-hmm. Tony Pollard comes in and, and gets a dink and dunk pass, and, and is able to continue to keep the the chains moving. You you got uh, Ceedee Lamb over there uh, playing fantastic, and I I can't remember for the life of me the third wide receiver's name, number one over there in, in, in Dallas. But he had some very, very clutch catches as well on the sidelines to stop the clock. To make sure going to, uh, um, he, he was very clutch. Well. Um, and boom, the game, just an absolute burner for C. Lamp to beat the DB. And he's a walk in the end of uh, the play. Completely. Just to be able to talk to him. Like, by the way, Dak Prescott just going to be in this category. Um, non-contact, too, which was a little bit scary. But uh, he was just had a limp off the field after throwing the game-winning touchdown. So uh, that is of note. But just a great game, a uh, great finish. Uh, to, like this is the best way to wrap things up and head into the Sunday night football game. So the just a all around fantastic game. I will say, Mac Jones played played a actually really good game. He actually is getting better and better every single week. Um, so nice to see another young quarterback being coming out and, and definitely emerging. I, I would say that he's probably the front runner for uh rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year right now. Um, but. Still remains there. There's a lot of time left in the season to see who who's going to walk away with that award. Um, but man, that this game was just a barn burner at the end, and it was it <laughs> it just got insane so quickly. The, the commentary was not giving me that kind of narrative. Oh. Uh, at all. So I had no idea what was. I understood it went into overtime, but yeah. I really didn't get a good feel for how this game was. Game was a little bit of a snooze fest through three quarters, and then the okay. fourth quarter just was like, oh my god, <laughs> just play after play was just amazing. And in in the other part about this, and this is where kind of the crit- criticism does have to come in. And this is the same thing that I was talking about with with Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Dak needs to take care of the football when he gets into plus territory. It, it's it's egregious. You can't keep throwing interceptions in the red zone. You can't fumble the ball when you're in plus territory. You just you that is a momentum killer. And that was the whole reason why New England was really in the game. Outside of the good play from Mac Jones in the second half, mm-hmm. it was really the turnovers at the beginning of the game that just allowed New England to hang around. So. That 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 is the other uh kind of other side of the coin when it comes to, to this game. But overall, my my takeaway from the game is just, this was just a very well played game, very exciting game. This was to me, this was the game of the week. Wow. <clears throat> okay. Um That is saying a lot. I, that is, because the that. next game could have been the game of the week as well, and the game on Monday could have been the game of the week as well. So uh <laughs> But let's talk about that Sunday night football game. Seattle on the road 
almost catches uh, Seattle, uh, uh, the Steelers here. Uh, but Steelers in overtime. Another overtime game. There's so many overtime games. There were. There was. 23-20, uh, to 20, uh, the, the Steelers are able to pull this game out. Um, Geno Smith actually looks pretty good. I mean, he he just, he's right. just been sitting there behind uh, behind Russell Wilson for, what, two years now? And he's just been learning. And he, he actually looks pretty good. Now, obviously, ball security at the end of the game. You, you can't fumble the, fumble the game away. True. But that was his one bad play. It just so happened to be the – it cost them the game. But he played a very, very consistent game. Even in the first half when they didn't score, mm-hmm. he, he was not the reason why they weren't scoring. So it across I think across the board, Seattle is going to be okay, uh, based off of what we've we what we've seen from Geno Smith. Once Russell Wilson does come back though, clearly I think this team is going to be able to win more games, because uh, he just brings another another dynamic level to this offense that they just don't have without him. Um, but Geno can hold it down for a couple of weeks to to me, based off of the way he played in this game at least. I did watch part of this. I think I fell asleep on the floor. Oh. <laughs> Toward the middle of the third quarter. I just, I couldn't keep my eyes off. I was, I was like in and out. In the middle of the third quarter is when it got interesting. I was tired. <laughs> <clears throat> and for the reasons as to why we didn't even record last True, week, yeah. I'm just, yeah. It's, I, I couldn't keep my eyes open. <laughs> yeah. As much as I tried. Uh, but, but it was a good game for, for the most part. And I mean, I didn't say I, 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 uh, I, Fell asleep in the third quarter and never woke back. I was, I was in and out, but I did see the end of the game. I, I had to remember, like, wait a minute, I did see the end. Yeah. It was a good, a good portion of it I missed. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, well, if you if you fell asleep in the third quarter, that's where you you missed the comeback because missed man. parts of it. Yeah, yeah. I missed yeah. part. And I came in. I'm like, what's going on? You know, yeah, they were like, driving. Oh, they all kind of stuff. Going the Steelers on. couldn't stop them, but then you get the 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 the, the fourth quarter and, and the overtime. And T.J. Watt just completely took over the game to, to to wrap this thing up. And, hey, he deserves that contract that he got based off of just that alone. He he just came in and completely wrecked the game for Seattle. And, again, if you just think you're just going to go into Pittsburgh and just win, it just does not happen. It's hard. It's still, hard to win in that stadium. Still sitting here trying to figure out how Cincinnati did it. But <laughs> that's two weeks ago, and I'm still sitting there like, how in the world? I don't think I've ever even witnessed them ever winning in Pittsburgh, ever. I got It's not in my memory. But yeah. My point is that is a tough out in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and for Seattle, I'm sorry, y'all just too many, too too many, too many deficiencies going on here, and I'm that was just asking too much for them to go in there and win that game. But to honorable mention and <laughs> moral victory, you know, to send it in overtime and just lose by three, that's great. How no, moral victory? That offensive line played pretty decent in this game. So they don't want to protect for. Uh, Chris Carson and Russell Wilson and I, I, Geno I, I, Smith and <laughs> Alice Collins got some good um, witness protection or something like you know what in the world is this world coming to? And I do agree with that that there is some there's some discrepancy there, but for sure that but you got to give them credit where credit is due. Now they, they came into block. this game and they we, showed we up. We got Alice Collins and we got Geno. We have to block. <laughs> really, you want to protect your assets, you know, so you can actually compete for something. All right, Seattle. It, 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 Seattle, it'll be over soon. It'll be over soon. The season's over soon. <laughs> this nightmare that you call this season will be all, all begun in about another four or five weeks. Yeah. All right. Um. And then the last game to talk about: Bills, Titans. Whew. This was a game. 
Hey, no, I'm done giving. I'm I'm saying because of this game, this because of this game being it was the straw, the last straw that broke the camel's back for me. I'm done giving all these top rated teams y'all flowers because every time we do it, y'all come right behind it with one of these with one of these kind of performances where, um. Oh, we can sit there and break down and like no, because we about to do it now. Let's see all the numbers are great. This, this, and this. I ain't. I don't care about all that. I'm caring about that W. You know yeah. that W and that L. And I'm like, it always well, followed so up with an thing, L. Though, so would it, let me let me be the person to give. Go ahead, give me your flowers. <laughs> Go right ahead. Knock uh, yourself out. Well, uh, Tennessee, <laughs> you're you you are solely. This is this is the 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 Tennessee Derrick Henry. This is what this team is at this point, but. When it comes to Buffalo, Tennessee I don't Henry's. have Tennessee Henry's. Uh, <laughs> I don't have an issue with the way Buffalo finished this game. The going on it for fourth down, I understand it. I, if it was me, I would probably do the safe thing and kick the field goal. But I understand the analytics saying that okay, now you're just going to give the you have the a fifty fifty chance of just giving the ball back to Derrick Henry, and you're just you're never going to see that ball again. So I get it. Why you're going for it? And they they should have gotten it if they just if Josh Allen just doesn't slip, like literally he also he just has to fall over and not slip and he and he he's got the one inch to to make it a a first down right so I don't have an issue with them going for it on fourth down uh there to finish out the game. I really would have wished to have seen this game probably going to overtime and really see what would have came from that uh, if, if this defense could have kind of fortified up and and and, and stopped um. Derrick Henry on one drive uh, for once because um, they do have a good rush defense, which which kind of baffles me. It's just Derrick Henry is just that much better. Derrick Henry might be the best running back in the league right now. I I, I legitimately feel that way because I just he he is such an anomaly. He's such a physical specimen. That, like he just he he supersedes bad O line play and he supersedes good rush defenses. It, it just doesn't matter what you do. This dude is going to get his. Gotcha. So, uh, I don't, I, I don't want to try to put tight the Titans too far on a pedestal. But this was a good win for them. Obviously, going up against what most people would consider the best team in the league going into this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did get a win. They did play a solid game. Um, they did play through Derrick Henry, which is their their true identity. AJ Brown showed up in the second half for sure as well. So. But to me, this isn't like, oh, Buffalo, how could you ever lose a game like this? No, it happens. It's kind of the same thing with, it's not, but kind of the same argument that I give for the Chargers. It's just kind of, it's one of those weeks where it's just like, you can get got. It's just tough. (laughs) I have no words. Let's get over there. We'll leave it at that, um, and we'll just go ahead and move on.